We're back with episode 52 of the 580 show. We're going to start this week off a little differently. It's just me on here. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that. We just wrapped up 580 Strongest. I just want to say how thankful, how proud, how overwhelmed I was about the response yesterday. Um, We had a lot of people come out and watch. Um, The first time competitors did an amazing job yesterday. And I think we definitely sparked some interest in Strongman. Um, but so I just want to start off by saying thank you for 580 Strongest. The real reason I'm starting off this episode just myself, I have a big announcement. It's something I've been working on for the last almost you know nine months. I started a supplement company for the gym, 580 Barbell Supplements, and our first product is here. It's ready to be purchased. It's our pre-workout horsepower, 580 horsepower, if you're watching on YouTube. You can see me holding it up right now. Our first flavor is watermelon. It's amazing, amazing taste. We debuted it yesterday at 580 Strongest, and everyone that uh, purchased it or sampled it, they they seem to actually love the taste. Um, Big Joe did an amazing job with the labeling on here. If you guys can see, there's little speckles of chalk dust on the actual label around. You've got the 580 Barbell logo, logo our, our uh, social media. We've got the supplement facts. You can all check that out um, at 580barbell.com now. It's available for purchase. It can ship directly to you. Um, it's $35. It's a 30-serving tub. Like I said, right now we just have watermelon. I'm already working on our next flavor, and I'm working on other supplements. Um, so this is uh, – it's it's been a big goal of mine uh i'm so proud of this project i'm so thankful for everyone that has helped out um the few people that knew knew how hard it was to kind of keep this all in the last six to nine months because it's been so much work and i'm just so proud of it so yeah i've just it's always kind of been something i've been interested in um me and my roommate in college tyler used to bootleg pre-workout at the gym we used to hand make our own and and sell it for a little bit so um it's just to see it come full circle and to actually see this label here and, and have all the product in hand. I'm just so proud of it. I'm so thankful. So if you're interested, um, if you're local, you can buy it direct. If not, and you want to support the pre-workout, go to 580barbell.com, purchase, and I will get it shipped out. And shipping is next day. So I'll be able to just have my label, print it out, ship it directly to you. So $35. Go buy 580 Barbell Horsepower Watermelon right now. Thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoy our interview with Anthony Furman. It was a great one. Um, thank you all so much. One year of this podcast. We're coming up one year of the gym. Thank you guys so much. So enjoy the episode of the 580 Show. Appreciate everyone tuning in again. Episode 52, we're joined with Anthony Furman. Yo, yo. Man, thank you so much for coming on. We talked about you a little bit last week, so we were just like, why not just grab them and, and bring them on here? So thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Yeah, man, thanks for having me. I love doing this stuff, so. So I want to just kind of jump right into it. You kind of obviously shook the game up last year, like, you know, COVID year. You kind of just took over, stole the show. Uh, I think everyone, when you announced Clash on the Coast, I it was kind of, like what the hell is going to happen, right? No one really knew. Yep. I think you you're a really you're a big name, a prominent name in strongman from competing before. Um, so you knew what you were doing. You've competed, but I don't think anyone 
at least I'm speaking for myself. I think it exceeded expectations to where it's at now for sure. Yeah. Um, so I guess my thing is, what did you learn from the first year running class on the coast? And, and what do you want to improve on from your first year and take it into this year? Yeah. So, um, you know, when I did that announcement, um, it was really, um, I had a little bit too much to drink one night and I was like, I'm tired of this. I want to run. I want to run a show for 105s where they actually get paid. And I went on this big long rant and I called uh, Jackson and he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then <laughs> a week later we announced uh, with no plans, no venue. <laughs> I, I learned a couple of things. One, I work well under pressure. Uh, but it, it was, and it grew to the thing where, you know, then I got in contact with world's ultimate and we talked about possible ESPN stuff. And, and it just, it was like, Whoa, wait a minute. You know, wow. Like this could be a real thing. Is it, you know, cause I, the one thing I was not going to do was another show that's already been done and another backyard gym, you know, convention. I wasn't gonna do any of that, you know, I had a very specific vision, um, early two thousands world strongest man vibe. That was kind of what I was going for, because um, that's one of my favorite eras. And I thought, we've never been able to do this. You know, I wish I would have been able to do something like this. And if I can't, I got to at least try to give other people it, right? <clears throat> um, leading up to it, I learned that getting money from people is not easy. Um, we definitely came out of pocket a lot more than I was comfortable with. Um, but, you know, I just kind of had the mantra that, you know, this isn't, I'm not spending money, I'm investing money. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I had to take it and that softened the blow a little bit, you know, and then again, the, the support, um, everybody was so fucking excited and it was just like, I, I mean, I get humbled all the time when I just think about like how the community has like gotten behind it, the idea. Um, and I think the idea was, you know, what was the, my idea was I'm tired of being undervalued as an athlete. You know, I work just as hard as any of these open guys getting all the, getting this money and getting these invites just as hard. We all do. We probably work harder. I'm going to, I'm just going to say it. We probably have to work a little harder. <laughs> you know, me get me getting to a, a 800 pound deadlift took a lot more work than some of these guys to get to an 800 pound deadlift. Mm-hmm. For sure. And you know, we tear our bodies up and, I, and I, all that stuff. And I was like, you know, enough's enough. Like I wasn't in a position quite to change it, but I knew that I had to try. Um, so as far as the show goes, I mean, the biggest thing I learned is the team around you makes everything. I don't, in the grand scheme of all the clash stuff, I don't do anything. That's how I look at it. I'm just, I'm just a guy. I'm just, you know, I'm just a guy that will say things and make it and everyone has to catch up, you know? Um, But the team around me, just when it comes to my partner, TJ with strength lead girlfriend, Ariana, um, Jackson, that first year, uh, we're actually be working with Tyler Purdue now. Um, as a director of operations for the clash series and they make, you know, I don't know. I may be the wheel, but they're the gears. If that, I guess would be a, they make, they make us move. Um, First year went great. The video, the video stuff I learned, you know, when I saw it on TV, it didn't quite look like ESPN level video. So we kind of learned that um, have to upgrade, have to spend the money. Sure. Um, audio stuff too there's some you know issues here and there but for how it went man i mean some normal stuff went wrong um like every comp but we reacted well at a great team nick best saved the day on the squats um yeah it just in it 
the response and, and the star the star power star building power that show had still blows my mind. You know, Nicholas Canby that he's becoming a household name much more than I was ever yep. because you know it started a clash. Nadia and Corey and Mel they got wuss invites because of their exposure on Clash, breaking all them records. And it's another it's humbling that I was able to come up with something that can really enhance these athletes' career. I think I think that was definitely Canby's coming out party because I didn't no disrespect to him. He's obviously was strong before and a great competitor before, but I think that really just kind of like, dude, he's on a run that it's like it's insane yeah. right now. And he's it, just literally one of them. I'm talking open got open males all the way down. He's a household name now. So it's yep. it's crazy. So that's it awesome. could be to a better guy. He, you know, and and he never had that one big pressure win. That was one thing he was lacking. Mm-hmm. Um, he got that at Clash, and it's just un- it unleashed hell on the rest of the 105s. Because good yeah. luck, everyone. Well, from from having a bottle of alcohol, you, it sounds like you kind of just spoke it into existence, and just it's <laughs> you know, it, honestly, it's just you know, everybody's afraid to fail at some level. Um, and why I've been successful in, in athletics, I was a very successful army recruiter. I'm not afraid to fail and take chances because worst could happen is you fail. And if you're afraid of failing, you'll never win. Mm-hmm. So. 100%. Yeah. That's cool. So we, we talked about it a little bit last week. You've been kind of throwing out the posts on Instagram and stuff like the eighties, come get your seat at the table, the nineties, the 64 women, some other classes. What, uh, what can we expect for that? Is there anything you can kind of like, like yeah. tell us yeah so i'll tell you what i can i'm not going to say things before they're done because i don't want to look like a fool in two weeks sure. um 100%. but so we're ho- we're hosting these one-off pro shows this year um couple reasons i mean one you know because of the support of athletes around the country i'm able to host these shows i'm not hosting them you know people are are hosting them for on behalf of clash a half you know, half the strength lead right so because of the, the community, first and foremost, is why these are happening. So thank you, everyone, just everyone, because without you, none of this works. Um, and I was like, you know, 105s, we're killing it. It's working. Like, why can't we try to do this with the other classes? You know, um, from the beginning, of course, everyone's been saying, hey, what about us? Hey, what about us? And I'm like, hey, slow your roll, everyone. Let me take let me let me get this established first. Get there. Yeah. And, you know, now we're a year in. It's been about a year since we announced. Actually, I saw some memories came up on my Facebook reminding me that I announced it a year ago. Like, holy shit. Um, so they're going to be one off shows. I'm going to invite the podiums from co-responding um, OSG, uh, OSG classes. So top three from OSG will get an invite. Um, hmm. I think this is safe to say. Come on. I'm also going to be inviting the podium from USS Nationals in their co-responding weight classes. Okay. So those are only two, the only two ways now. There's no other federation that can get in based off their um, whatever they do. Right. So USS podium for their co-responding weight class and then the uh, OSG. That's six spots and then we're going to do an online qualifier for about nine or ten more. I was going to ask that. So that'll, that'll be the other way to qualify. Yep, and that's just the first year. Um, as we expand, I'm getting a lot of international interest. I mean, we have international 105 regionals scheduled for next yeah. year. Um, and if that continues, I'll have to look at maybe adding a class or maybe working with their, you know, 
Australia's strongest man and woman, see if I invite that type thing and just have fewer online qualifiers. But for the first year, that's how it's going to run. Um, and it's going to be the pro experience. Unfortunately, I can't pay, I can't afford to pay for all 15 athletes like travel, but I, we are covering two days of hotel for every athlete. That's um, awesome. and, and there's, we are, I am get, doing a 10 K minimum prize pool. Wow. Okay. That is awesome. So it's one of those things where, you know, we're, uh, we're all out there. All these local promoters are out there hustling, trying to get that money. And that's one of the conditions when they accept um, is I say, Hey, you guys got to help me come up with this money. This is, I mean, this is your show. Your name's going to be attached to it. And we're, you know, we're doing it, you know, it's, and I think people are learning that it is hard to get money, but it's not impossible just because it's hard. Doesn't mean you can't do it. Right. So now is the, is the 91 kilo women class that's brand new to strongman. Yeah, brand new to strongman. I, you know, I've been in this sport a long time. Okay. And you always hear about the, you know, the men have the men, heavyweight men have weight classes, the heavyweight women don't. And when you look at a lot of the competitive heavyweight women, a lot of times they're hovering around that 200, but they can't quite get the big wins because, you know, they're competing against when they're 60, 70 pounds heavier, sure. much like a 231 competing against a 300 pounder. Yep. Um, and actually Tyler Purdue brought this to my attention said, Hey, let's try this. And I was like, Hey, fuck it. Let's try it. Let's see if it mm-hmm. works. Let's see if there's interest because it's always the worst ideas are the one you don't act on. You know, it might not work, but that's okay. Or it might work, and we might help create a whole new level of athlete for these women. So that was the thinking behind that. Yeah, awesome. So uh, just to kind of go back a little bit with online qualifiers, how do you how do you envision? You may not know right now because we're still a little bit out. So I'm an 80 kilo guy, right? So um, and I go to I want to online I want to do the online qualifier for Clash to get to the 80s. How do you envision that? Like two events, three events, five events. So we're probably going to, uh, I'm kind of running a beta test. I won't say a beta test because it's live, but the 105 international call we're doing, mm-hmm. the way we're doing it is old school CrossFit open style where we announce the event on Thursday. You have till Sunday night to complete yep. it. Um, so far it's been pretty good. I'd say of all the people signed up, we have about half the people that submitted videos, which ain't bad because the sign up's awesome. free. That's, that's the I, downside. I was going to just, I was going to give you props. The sign up is free. That It'll is, always be free. And, and we these gave pro, you props on that last week. The yep. pro shows, there will be no entry fee for these pro shows. That's what makes them pro. The only reason there's uh, an entry fee for the regionals is one, it's not technically a pro show. And two, it helps the local promoter pay out. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I can say this, every single penny that comes to Strength Leet and Clash goes back into Strength Leet and Clash. Sure. Every that's cent. Awesome. I have not spent one dime in a year plus now of that money on anything but, well, charity, but yeah. Everything goes back in, and that's the way it's going to stay until I feel that the athletes are sufficiently taken care of, which probably never. But yeah, you know that's the goal. I'm not going to start. I'm not going to. I'm not going to start a thing to make money off people because that's not. That's not why I, st- I started to get money to people. Um, yeah. and I just I'm tired. I mean, I'm sick and tired of athletes funding the sport. Right. So well, that's awesome. Um, when do you, when do you think some of these events will take place? Like, are we talking like summer next year or are we talking like end of 2022, 2023? Yeah. So it's looking, I, I'm trying to be courteous and I'm trying, I'm keeping them as much far away from OSG as I can. Um, just cause I don't want, I don't want to put any burden on the athletes. Mm-hmm. You know, Lynn's a very good friend. He's always been good to me. And the last thing I want to do is be a negative factor in his shows. Um, so we're looking, I mean, May is the 64 women 
and we're looking everywhere from July to September for the rest of them. Um, I, I want to keep them that way because I, I don't want to start taking people's off seasons away. You know, that November to February, January, February is traditionally nothing, which athletes need. Right. So I don't want to go throwing shows and making these athletes have to decide and, you know, go year round. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, that's what we're looking at. Um, Actually, some of those big guys, man, they compete every freaking month, right? Like <laughs> they're competing constantly. So you take away that, that three to four month period at the, at the end of the year and the beginning of the year. When do they get to rest and recover? Well, uh, you know, I got to tell you, um, if I was getting paid what they get paid, I'd probably compete that many times too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. you have to. Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, they don't get paid. It's not like they get fuck you money, but it's a living. Yeah. yeah. It's enough to focus on just that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't do the eighties on September 4th next year. Cause that's the day I get married. I that's the day I was up. doing it. <laughs> you can, you can have it at your wedding, Josh. I know. I know it'll happen that way. So. Yeah. Where are you get married at? I'll change it. I'll change the venue. Ogilvy, West Virginia. Let's go. Oh, never mind. I lied. <laughs> <laughs> so you're up. You're from up here. I didn't even. I didn't even mention that yet. You're. Uh, oh. You're from Erie originally. Correct? Erie, Pennsylvania, born and raised. Go. Got the hell out of there when I was 18. <laughs> <laughs> so we're from. We're all from Pittsburgh. Um, you know, opened up a gym in right outside the uh, Pittsburgh airport. So we're like 15 minutes from there. How long have you been open? Um, all, so I announced the gym one year ago today. Oh, nice. It popped, it popped up on my memories today. And, uh, yeah, so it was one year ago today, we announced that we were opening. We officially opened, I think with like shutdowns and stuff, we were officially open on like February 2nd, I think was our first day, but nice. we were, it was a, it's a huge old bingo hall. There was a bingo hall for, I love Western PA. Yeah. So, <laughs> My parents still go to bingo every Thursday. Yeah. So it wasn't, it didn't close down because of COVID. It closed down because the older people could no longer make, walk down the steps and there was, there's no uh, handicap access. So we literally just fell onto an I love old, it. you know, it had green floor and, and uh, that old, it looks like probably like your middle school cafeteria. Does it first. smell, smells like cigarettes and stuff? Oh, I can't even tell you, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I scrubbed those walls for. That's another thing. Uh, I, I actually, um, Ariana, she she never been to like any that part of the country really, um, and I took her home, and we went to we went to the Polish Falcons Club. She didn't know what a club was. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, I was like, and my dad explained it like, hey, you pay a, you pay a, a membership, and then you get cheaper drinks. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, is it a bar? I'm like, no, it's a club. Like, yeah, it's it's like you like, have to be. So that's the fun. So where we're located above us, my landlord is an American Legion club. So a military club. So we, our name was founded like 580. The brand we're building is in honor of uh, that, that organization because they're post 580. Oh, nice. Nice. Like we train in a, in a garage and we just kept growing and growing. And then I finally just opened and we had no idea for a name. And uh, one, the, one of the, the, the commander or one of the guys from there, he wrote down barbell 580. Uh, just on an envelope for me. And I was like, 580 barbell sounds pretty good. So it just kind of stuck and actually does. Yeah. So that was just kind of how 580 barbell came about. But yeah, when that, when I tore that bingo stage up, I found cigarettes from like 1930. (laughs) I love it. That's all. But see, that's the charm of Western PA people don't get. (laughs) Yeah. But it looks a lot different now, luckily, and smells a lot different. So we're you know funny. Um, so a couple of years ago, when I thought I was getting out of the army a little earlier, I actually planned on opening a strongman gym in Pittsburgh because there wasn't a big presence. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but now screw it. No, 
I'm joking. Yeah. Um, I actually, I, I, I said we'll, we'll be opening a gym up in uh, Nashville, actually. Oh, really? Oh, that's nice. Strengthly awesome. compound. I nice. But um, yeah, Pittsburgh was definitely on one of my uh, places because it because it was you know close closer to home. I love the area, and they didn't really have a big presence. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Yeah, there's so there's so many people up here. Like we get we just get a lot of travel just like on Saturdays. Like we do yep. a strongman Saturday. It's free to anyone that wants to come down. I mean, anyone if you come on Saturday, free, no charge, anything like that. And we get a lot of travel from you know north up here. We have a we have a big group that comes from up near Erie. Um, we've got like Akron, Cleveland area, we're, like other side of Pittsburgh. So we just, this area is pretty good. And there's a lot of people that want to compete around here. Did I see, I saw on one of your podcasts that Erie might host a nationals event. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Next this yep. year. Like, it, it's go, It's going to. Yeah. Well, uh, it's not official yet. I think. I think it's one of the in the final locations. It's one of the. Has anyone involved in deciding that been to Erie or? <laughs> well, that's if it's in the summer, opinion. it'll be nice. Yeah, right? let's not let's not do it in the winter. <laughs> there is no summer. <laughs> about a week long in June, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, July Fourth weekend's about actually about it. It's a nice time of the year. I won't complain though because it's close for me, so. I that would suck to travel to though. Oh shit! That. That's right. We do have an airport. I think. Is yeah, there the, the Tom Ridge Airport? Yeah, it's a it's a regional airport. It's not <laughs> not even a national. One. No, uh, no directs there. Yeah, you oh. can go to Buffalo. That's about it. <laughs> oh lord. Anyways, oh Erie. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Um. So we talked about how Clash got started this upcoming year. What's your and this is a hard question to answer. I can get it, but what's your goal? Like three, five years, where do you see clash being? Um, that's a tough one. You know, I get asked that all the time by investors, you know, when people want to invest and stuff. And my answer, um, is generally the same. It hasn't really changed. I see clash and strength lead, um, being a pillar for the athletes in the community. That's really what I want it to be. I want it to be something that exists. You've heard it, you know, to serve the athletes. You know, that's that people first has been my mission. You know, when I was a, a squad leader, platoon sergeant, take care of your people, your people take care of you. And that's how I run my business. And that's how I run these competitions because without people, you have nothing. And I think in three to five years, you know, I think we're going to have um, a lot more people being served by strength fleet and clash. And the more, the more lives you can touch in a positive manner, that's, that's the goal. I mean, that's always the goal. And I think if we're able to maintain that goal and keep that vision, keep that mission statement, that will be just fine um, because people can sniff, sniff bullshit from a mile away. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's Pretty admirable good. for sure. Very admirable. Yeah. And uh, again, we're blessed that, you know, Mike, my uh, partner, the co-owns, he's retired army. I'll have a retirement pension coming in. So we don't need, we're not in this for the money. Yeah. You know, it'd be nice to, it'd be nice to, to break even first. First we want to break even, but after that, it'd be, it would be nice if you had some income because then it gives you more, more latitude to reinvest and do more creative, better things. You know, you know, I want to, I want to get a fleet of bugs made up for car flips, you know, but I ain't got that kind of money, <laughs> yeah, Right. you know? So, I mean, there's, you know, there's that. Um, and then also, one of my passions, what I really want to do is eventually start a nonprofit um, to work on communities, you know, 
strength strengthen your communities, you know, with, with weight lifting or just motivation, go in there, rip some phone books, you know, fun stuff. But I, I would, I want to start a nonprofit too. That's a, that's a big goal of mine eventually. So yeah, there's a lot of things. Um, and it, like I said, it all circles back to just take care of people first. Sure. Yeah. That's uh, one thing that what that you've said consistently on social media is people first, always people first. And I, I can, I really, I really like that statement. So yeah, the army's actually trying to use that, but they don't do it right. Because trademark it? No, no, I'm saying they screwed up. <laughs> oh. They're like oh, people, oh, oh, people, see. people I first see. as they like put you in a closet. <laughs> you can at least get a paycheck out of it, right? Yeah, I mean, there's always that paycheck. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so what? What do you? Uh, what else do you have to talk about with Clash? Is there anything that you know? Anything that's you want to you want to say about it that isn't isn't out yet anything you're excited for coming up you got an event this saturday right the the Alistone yeah. stuff yep so what that is again the, the freaking community man darren was like hey i'm hosting this world record i want to bring it to you first because i don't want the other federations to put their hands on it and i was like you know Boom. why because they'll screw it up <laughs> that's and i was like all right man what do you need from us and he goes just support you know support and share and he came up with that whole thing on his own yeah. and wanted to fly under the strength lead banner. It's just, it's humbling. It's like, I didn't think I'd be here two, three years ago when I was winning those world titles. I was, I was the flashy with my nice part in my hair, you know, all that crazy stuff. And, and now in it being in a position to, to, to help others instead of myself, it's just, it's been the most fulfilling thing. Um, I, when, when, when Nicholas, like when he won worlds, I never watching him win world's strongest man was probably, it was definitely better than my wins. I just, I was so happy for him. And mm-hmm. like, so yeah, it's been very beneficial to my, to, to, to me to be able to step back and help others. So like, do you think, do you think you could ever see, let's call it the clash series ever actually developing into its own federation? Uh, or is that kind of like, a, I'm trying to stay away from that. I'm honestly trying to stay away from it. I, I like being unsanctioned and, and and not answering to anybody but myself. Because once you get into a federation, um, if we do it right, maybe someday. Let me back up a little bit. If we do it right, maybe someday. But the way the current federation model, there's no way. I don't want to. I don't have any interest in charging anybody to do anything. Um, mm-hmm. I have no interest in having the quality decline the more shows you have with you know. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly content with using the other ones as feeder systems uh, for the elite level, um, you know, because so many people do it for a hobby and it's beautiful, beautiful. And they have that option already, especially USS. I think what's their, I mean, if you want to get in a straw man, US, I mean, 30 bucks a month or not even a month, 30 bucks a year and then go do their things. Right. It's that's for, that's for the people that just want to have fun. Right. Um, and I envisioned Clash and Strengthly kind of being the higher end type thing okay. and doing it right. So I don't want to. Plus, man, all this drama and stress. I ain't got no interest. In... Yeah. One, th- I don't one know. example. One example I use too. Uh, I think all three of us started in powerlifting like before we did strongman. And if you look at powerlifting, <laughs> there's seriously 50 federations in the U.S. and that and that's not a joke. There's a, yeah. there's literally 50. And it's like, you know, it's just annoying that everyone says they have a world record and everything. It shouldn't annoy me, but it does because it I, I don't really know why it does. But it just it just 
It's just, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It's just, there's too much, there's too many cooks in the kitchen and there's eight world championships and yeah, no, it's, you know, that's uh, something I will always say with clashes. We recognize the most weight lifted. I don't right. care where it was done. You know, it could have been done. I don't care. I really don't care where it's done. If it's most weight lifted, it's most weight lifted. I don't care if it wasn't under my sanction. That's mm -hmm. that's bollocks, as uh, my English friends would say. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the what's the heaviest stone that's going to get lifted this Saturday? Yo, them, them boys are saying they're going to get that 500. So did you see the you? I'm sure you saw the the bar they made for it. Yeah. I, I was messaging them this, today. I was like, dude, that thing came out amazing. I was talking to him this morning. I actually might be doing a unique stone thing with a few of those at Clash Finals. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, I got some pretty cool things. I will say one thing. Here's what I'll give you. The, plan, uh, the plans right now, it hasn't been built yet, but for the Clash 105s, we're bringing back the fridge yoke. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Like the, with the fridges on the side? Yeah. Wow. So we're still working on the schematics of it, but if it's feasible, we're doing it. I love that. Yep. Yeah, I like keeping strongman weird with stuff like that. And it, it like I think it has like I just I say it all the time. I think strongman has such a potential to be such a spectator sport with not putting the athletes at risk. Like you can still just do a yoke run or um like at OSG, they do the car yoke instead yep. of just a yoke. And like if an average person's watch, if my dad's watching it. He's and he's watching one lane do a regular yoke and one lane do a car yoke. He's gonna pay attention to the car yoke because it just looks cooler. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn knocked that out of the park. It's insane. That's some, that's some cool stuff. And that's way is a way better looking car look yoke than the one we used. Yeah, yeah. It's, Ours was harder though. Yeah, yeah that, that looked rough. Yeah, it didn't look fun. I remember I was sitting there watching and guys kept having trouble, and I'm like, oh man, somebody better finish this. <laughs> Same with the car the car deadlift. Everyone zeroed, and I was like, oh shit. Then Sean did eleven. I was like, all right, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> didn't the wheel yeah. fall off of yours on the, the, axle, the axle broke because yeah, they dropped it so many times so we had to like yeah. jerry rig it with a um the ratchet strap and it was yeah. fun yeah i remember the first time i so the first time i saw clash on tv i was literally at a blackjack table at a local casino and i looked up and there was strongman on espn2 and i was like what the hell is happening <laughs> i thought so i was awesome. like i thought i was tripping like why would there it, it was like a Saturday night with like college football on or something too. Yep. And I was like, or college basketball, maybe I forget what the time frame was when it dropped, but I was like, what the hell's going on? I'm like, is this clash? Yep. Yeah, man. I it just, was it was I, yeah, it was breathtaking to see Strawman back on ESPN. That's so insane. I yeah, it, it is because I think I think almost every strength athlete can relate to the old world strongest man. Yeah. Everyone. Yep. Every, like, I just remember on Christmas, like, just I I just always remember World Strongest Man being on in, around Christmas. I remember year. sitting at my grandpa's house during the summer when they my parents were working there babysitting me. I was like six or seven. I'd watch Magnus Ver on the ESPN in the middle of the day, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to watch soap operas in my grandma, so I'd go in the other room. Right. So let me ask you a question. This is just this is just a random thought. With I'm I'm thinking about televising and everything. And we actually this is before I, we ever talked to you or anything. We defended you on this podcast, probably like the fifth episode, because I get pissed off and I listen, I own a gym. I have a normal job. I don't have the TV deals, all that shit. But I always said, so we're in the social media era. So like when this, when Stoltman wins World Strongest Man, we all know. OK, but then we have to wait until Thanksgiving to see him win. OK, and it's in May or June. How? 
and yours was on a lot quicker. So yours, yours happened. And then it was pretty much televised a lot, not the next day, but it was. It was a couple of weeks. Yeah. Few weeks. Yeah. Like my thing with world strongest man is it, ha- they, it happens. We all know who wins and it almost airs so long after that you forget what happens. Do you think there, do you think there's a way eventually to have clash or world strongest man, any strongman event happen and then air within like a week or two? Um, it, it, I got it. It's all, it's tough, man. With the editing required, that's the big thing. Um, yeah. And, you know, for as much shit as world strongest man gets, there's yet to be a strongman show that looks better. Oh, I, I was going to say, like, I'm not knocking them because I, I love the format they use. Cause I don't have to fucking sit there and watch a bunch of right. shit. I don't want to see, right. um, the production to... value is it's insane. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. I think, I think, I think personally that we're just in this era of, you know, media gratification and, you know, I, I promise you that the quality would suffer. Yeah. And while some people may be okay with that, the people, those aren't the people that we're trying to attract. The world's strongest man is not trying to attract straw man fans. Yeah. That's you guys, true. We're going to watch it no matter what. And that's a lot of people. They don't think outside that box. And I had to start thinking that way with clash and all this stuff is like, I don't need the people that love this sport or love one Oh fives because they're there. How do I get outside of that in one way? It's quality production. Um, so, yeah, I mean, while ideally they probably could pay somebody enough money to get it done in a week or two, but I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever like mess with actual like production people. They're expensive. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah I I've heard. I've heard stuff about show. live streams, but it's yeah, I can. It was just we were talking about the TV and it just kind of just would you have to defend me for? Because you were on a lot faster and people were telling us that World's Strongest Man could never be on like the next month. It could. It would just. It's t- they did this year. I thought actually. No. Yeah, they, June, did, they, they, they did it in like portions. Like yeah, like certain qualify- heats, certain heats and stuff were going on in one month, and the next week would be another one or something. Like you didn't see the finals this year until November. I think it was October. Did they air the finals? I think. Yeah, I haven't seen it. See, this is how this is what I'm talking about. I get so confused. <laughs> I already know what happened, and I don't I already know. Knew Tom Stolman won, so it's like, eh. But that's right. a good point, though. Like that, it's they're not trying to attract me because I'm I own a strongman gym. I'm gonna pay attention. Yeah. That's a good point. See, that's why I bring up those questions because that makes sense. Yeah, like that's and that's what it mostly boils down to. To be honest, it's nothing. You know, they're not doing it for their own gain. Well, they are, but they're not doing it just because. Right. They, um, care, not, they care about us, I'm sure, but they already have us. Yes. It's like, it's like so, any business, you know, right. Someone that's loyal to Jordan, you don't need them. They're going to buy Jordans every time you release them. How do you get the guy buying the, the um, KDs? Sure. Sure. Good point. Good yeah. point. Um, for all you, Dante, you guys have any questions? Yeah, I got right one now? more for you. I saw something on your story this week. You said, what heavyweight competitors do you know? Give me some names, right? Yeah. That, could, that deserve a little more spotlight. Can you elaborate on that? Like what, what, what was the reasoning for the question is what I'm trying to say. There is no concrete reason yet. Okay. Yet. If okay. there was a reason, it would probably be called clash of the Titans. Ah, you hear that folks? <laughs> I knew there was something going on. There. Let's go. <laughs> but there is no clash of the Titans right now at eight thirty-eight this Wednesday. What day is it? What's the date? 
The eighth. The eighth of December. There is no Clash of the Titans. In twenty on uh, January eighth, it's at eight thirty-eight. You think there will be a Clash of the Titans? Hypothetically, anything's possible, man. You never know. Just just give the man some time, and we'll see what happens. That's awesome. Like I said, if I announce it now and then and things go south in two weeks, I'll look like a like a yeah. I don't. I would die of embarrassment. Hundred percent. That's yeah. But I can say, if I were to throw a heavyweight show, it would not be filled with guys that already get you know have their place at the table. Sure. Yeah. I can say that. That's That's all. That's kind of what I thought you were getting at. And this is all obviously hypothetical, right? Yeah, yeah completely for yeah. science. So I was you like, Frawley, you're going to get your seat at the table, Frawley. Yeah, maybe one day, right? Big boy. I can say that it would, I would make it differ from the other ones in that it would be like an open casting call, put it that way. Mm. So what, what do you mean by that? Hypothetically, of course. So with the other ones, we're doing invites and online qualifier. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. This would be an open call um, and the weights would be the thing that determine if you go or not. Yeah. Cool. So my thing with with shows, I don't mind invitations. And I go back and forth on this. I don't mind invitations if they are clear cut. Like if you can, if I ask you, okay, Anthony, how do I get to clash the 80s? And, you know, if I do this or this qualifier, they say, okay, these are automatic invitations and you can define them. I don't mind that because you're laying them out. But I think sometimes like with some of these like World Strongest Man, I think sometimes when you get to the last like five, 10 guys, it's like, like, yeah, they, yeah. I have a lot of opinions on their, some of the athletes they bring in. Yeah, I do too. I, I is what it is. They're never going to win anyway. So yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, it, you know, I, I, and another interesting thing, actually, um, up until about a month ago, I was going to do no invitations for any show at all. Even Clash 105, even Clash 105, I was going to get rid of it completely and make even if you want it, you had to requalify the next year. Yep. I got I got talked out of that. Um, I'm I'm going to allow the podium to get an invite. That's it though, not the top ten. That's like, fair. Not top ten like I did last year. Right. And again, will there, when a, I, will there be a fan vote again for the 105s this year? I don't know. So we're towing we're toying with the thought of a fan vote, or we might have a special where we take number three in every group and have them go head to head. That's cool. Um, in like a bonus event. Yeah, um, we're kind of, or I might not do it. I might not even do that. I might just say, "Up, oh, you should have done better." Yeah, <laughs> I thought, but that was the first time since I've been involved in strongman that I've ever seen an idea that I was like, "That's actually creative," which is like that's wild to say. But like the the thing I want to like I, I want to say and I want to give you big props for is you coming into strongman last year, not as a competitor we know that we haven't even talked about your resume which it's like you know like my friends from home listening are like who is this dude but i'll just i'll show them your instagram and yeah yeah (laughs) it's all right that's a pass (laughs) but i want to say the biggest props i have and the most the thing i'm most impressed with and thankful for is that you move the needle where federations and places cannot just be stagnant anymore and get by by just getting by and that's what I'm most thankful for. We say the quote all the time that competition forces growth. And I think you were the first guy that I, I haven't been in it my whole, you know, I'm 27, but since I started, you're the first thing that's come in and been like, okay, needle has been moved. We can't just do this. You pay a membership, you do shows and that's it. You took it to another level. And I think you've, it's shown. Well, so, 
There you go, humbling me again. I appreciate it. <laughs> you know, it's it's always a good thing when you can affect change um, in a positive manner, and I think it's been a positive uh, change affected. And you know, unique uniquely, you know, I come from not only a competitive back. I was an athlete, but a recent athlete. Um, you know, some people that promote things they haven't competed in a long time, right? Um, you know, very recently, I'm trying trying to kind of like keep an eye on the future while also fixing things how they were done in the past that I experienced. And again, I'm a very unique in that I've had the opportunity to compete at so many different levels. I've done, I came in as a brand new amateur, novice, not novice, but you know, at a very low level show. Um, I did the plat pluses back in the day, America's strongest man, world's strongest man. And then I got to travel overseas for Arnold pros. So like, I've just had this amazing experience across the spectrum of straw man. So I've been able to kind of gather everything that at the time, I didn't even know this was doing this, but everything has sunk in everything I experienced and saw. And I was able to learn from the good and learn from the bad. And you take those lessons and apply them. And that's how you, that's how you get better. Yeah. Are we ever going to see you compete again? I would love to, honestly, um, I would love to come back next year and go head to head with Cammy for get my title back. Oh, but love to see it. I just got approved for a total knee replacement. Um, <laughs> That's how bad the knee is. So like, I'm still kind of, the problem is I can't do anything besides deadlift pretty much. Yeah. You know, like I can't move. I mean, I can move, but I can't yoke. It's just miserable. I don't know, man. Your strict axle is pretty fun. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> well, that's cause I, I can't, that's cause I can't push press. <laughs> so I've had to develop that strict. So it just, like I said, it depends, but, most likely no, but I would love to give because I think, it, like I said, I think everyone would enjoy me and Cammy going head to head. Yeah, I mean, I've, done, I've already beaten him a bunch, but not that not this do, not this Cammy. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. This would yeah. do that would do absolute numbies. You and you versus Cammy that would do. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, unfortunately, I would. And another thing I regret is I I took a solemn vow to never compete at my own shows. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll never happen because I would prefer to compete a clash, to be honest. Yeah. Just the way it's ran. I guess that's weird to say, but like. No, yeah. I mean, you're putting it on the way you want to, but I understand, like. Yeah. I've always said it was tacky to compete your own show. So I agree. It's. It's it, not a shot at any, any, no. any giant human being. <laughs> but the thing. Be careful. Everybody's sensitive nowadays. Jeez. I know. It's, yeah, dude. Good Lord. I got Next this Arnold. I, I got this Arnold thing. I might, I might take down. Yeah, you, you better. <laughs> man. Oh man. Well, you guys have anything else for him? I think it was I, I got my questions answered. Man, too. you guys got my question. You're uh, you're welcome anytime on the pod, man. We appreciate the time. No, uh, thanks for having me. Like I oh. said, you guys are what makes the sport. Like I, I, another thing, I want to say, I love how many little kind of podcasts and just communities getting together and doing this stuff because that's what, I mean, it helps it, you know, you may not get the Rogan views, but everybody that views is potentially somebody new that didn't know me that didn't know you. And we, yeah, it's fantastic. I love you guys. Right. It's, it's the 580 views now. Rogan needs our views. We're burying Rogan. There you go. Yeah. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) But man, I hope to get you down to 580 barbell one day when you're back in Western PA. You're, you're welcome anytime. We'd love to have you down. Seriously. I'll be there. I'll tell you what, if the Steelers ever make the fucking playoffs again, I'll come. Oh, so what's, so what are your thoughts on that with Big Ben? <laughs> Everyone's saying Big Ben's going to retire. 
We should today because the Steelers play Thursday night football. So first off, I don't know why they do this to me every year where we get blown out by the Bengals and we beat the Ravens. Yep. I hate it. I just, I had just given up on them (laughs) and then they do this shit and now I'm invested again. Super Bowl's back on baby. It's back on stairway to seven now. Yep. But it's, it's not, our offensive line has been terrible. Good. That's what it is. I mean, look at James Conner. James Conner gets out of Pittsburgh, and now he's leading the league in touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. He's going to make the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it wasn't a James Conner problem. It was our offensive line that was trash. I don't know. That sounds like some eerie bias to me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point, Frawley. That's eerie bias. First off, most eerie bias, are, there are a lot of Cleveland fans in eerie. Yeah, right. I was actually surprised you were a Steelers fan, to be honest. Yeah, I think it was more Cleveland, honestly, yeah. in eerie. Yeah. It's closer, isn't it? Yeah. Same, yeah. Well, I think we're actually closest to Buffalo. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's like 70, 75 minutes away. And okay. then an hour and a half to Cleveland, about two hours to Pittsburgh. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but yeah, in all seriousness, welcome on the pod anytime. We'd love to have you back. Um, Thanks, man, guys. I just appreciate, appreciate the time so much. Yeah. Thanks for I'm talking just, to us, man. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say 9 o'clock because I would have been a little too drunk by 9. <laughs> <laughs> you got me at the perfect mount. Good. We got you to say enough stuff, so we'll have some, <laughs> have some good clips for Instagram. So take a 10-second clip, and we just take it out of context. Did you think you weren't going to get a couple clips like that? I mean, that's that's the that's the game. We, we knew it. who we, we knew who we were having on. So. Yeah, you knew you, you knew what you were doing. Yeah. I'd have been disappointed if we didn't. <laughs> that's the beauty of no one paying my bills. You know, you say fuck you, you don't pay my bills. Yeah, I'll say what I want. Cancelable. Yeah, the, the Chappelle, right? <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Is there any? Is, I guess we should say too. What's where? Anyone that's listening. So the people back in Beaver County, PA. My dad, my friends from college. Everyone, like, who the hell is this dude? Yeah. Where can they find you at? Where can where can we help promote you? Well, you can Google my name. A lot of stuff comes up. Um, <laughs> not, uh, not wrong. I don't care about me so much, but Clash on the Coast 105com and StrengthlyCollective.com. Those are the things that are the the engine driving this train. So if, um, just check that out. And if you see fit, um, buy some stuff or, or sign up for some coaching or whatever you want to do. If not, just share and support. I mean, it's, it's all on you. Awesome. Mr. Seat at the table, Anthony Furman. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Later. Now we-